And welcome to the Two Smoking Guns on Sunday afternoon. And uh, it's good to have Scotty here. Um, turn your volume up, mate. Don't be, don't be, don't be shy, buddy. Don't be shy. And um, yeah, great to be here on a great Sunday afternoon. And um, silence from the other studio so far. <laughs> We'll go and figure him out in a minute. But uh, look, there's a couple of things we need to um, have a chat about today. Um, one of them, of course, is uh, about football. And uh, the result last night was not what we really wanted from the Saints supporters. And um, that's very, very disappointing for all concerned. But uh, look, you know, we'll uh, we'll have to bounce back. Um, How's that? No question about that. Oh, that's much better. Scotty. Have you got me now? Oh, it's much better. Somebody... I was just talking to the listeners about the Saints last oh, night. And, uh, look, it was very, very disappointing. I, I, I have been here. Mm. I was here. You, there, you... there was to, some. Somebody's just been playing with the buttons. Now, of course, the, what's tripped me up here today is that we've decided to play swapsies. Oh, we're playing right? swapsies. So, you know, I'm normally in the red room and you're in the blue room. Yeah. And I'm in here and I'm all set up and I've got my preamble going and I'm talking to myself. Yeah. I, I think your arms were waving. The sounds were, of silence. Were, were like, like a flag in a hurricane. It was just flapping everywhere. Yeah. Well, welcome, <laughs> anyway, welcome, welcome aboard, Scotty. Well, thank you, Rutsy, and uh, welcome to all of the listeners. So, uh, as you uh, kindly said, to an, another session of Two Smoking Guns. And uh, anyway, uh, there we go. <laughs> we'll move on from there. Yeah, mate, the um, Saints were terrible. I, uh, the first 10 minutes, I thought we were going to win by 10 goals, as I uh, said to you off air just before. And um, what happened from there is, I don't know. Um, anyway, I could see that uh, they'd got under your skin this oh, morning. Yeah. <laughs> you sent, sent a little post around. About Very much so. What's your thought about yeah. uh, about how they got on? But anyway, we're going to talk a bit about footy later. So uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff we're going to go through today. Can I just run you through some, some of the things that I've got? Well, please do. All right. Well, I'm going to talk about... Uh, well, during the week, and I'll give another shout-out to the uh, to the bride. It was her 50th birthday during the week. Boom. So, um, And, of course, there was uh, not very many of us, and <laughs> we mm. didn't get to do a great deal, but uh, we still had a very nice time. So another happy birthday to you, sweet. Um, hope you had a lovely day. And uh, just don't forget the two days coming up. All right? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> uh, well, because what's interesting, Rutsy, is uh, my birthday is the... Uh, 5th of September. Uh, so oh, of course, it's coming up. So this weekend, it's my birthday Saturday, oh, and it's good. Father's Day Sunday, and then I start my new job on Monday. Oh, <laughs> so, it's a big week so, for you. That's a huge week for me. So, so awesome. then, uh, so every seven years, I get the uh, the birthday Father's Day combo. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, well, every seven years. Of course you do. On the yeah. same day. <laughs> okay. so I hadn't really thought that. Uh, right. So there we go. So we've got, uh, well, I'm going to talk to you about uh, a, a rogue polar bear, uh, Tim Tams. Yeah, good. Yep, like him. Uh, and then our old mate, uh, our old mate in uh, parts of the world that we probably don't want to go to, uh, Navalny, and uh, what <laughs> might have happened to him eventually. Oh, is it, Mister Mister Poison? Yeah, Mister Mister. Um, don't have that cup of tea. Because <laughs> yeah. it might kill you. Uh, and we're going to do last week a uh, big tech, and I want to go back to big tech because it's uh, some of the numbers that sit around what some of these firms are doing and worth is just off the chart. Uh, fine dining, wine. Uh, I'm going to talk a bit, a bit about ice melting. I'm going to have a chat. Oh, I spent a fair bit of time in the garden yesterday, Rudsy, and uh, I'd sort of done a fair bit of work myself, and I thought, 
blow this. There are, th- there are three other people in the house. I'm going to go and have a chat. <laughs> anyway, How did I'll, that go? I'll revisit that with you. And uh, anyway, a couple of gags and we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll take it from there. Now, what about you, old son? What oh, have you I've got, got tons today. I've got, um, I've got to talk to you about, I uh, had a school reunion on Zoom. This week, oh, yeah, did talking you? about that. Yeah, brilliant. Um, I want to talk to my wife. Actually, wants me to talk about the term "significant others." Oh, mm-hmm. are they politicians? No, I'll oh. explain that. All right. Um, I got a bit on tastes of the state. Um, yep. Great racehorse that, that sadly passed. Yes, yeah, be... bit on public transport. Yeah, uh, bit on Russian hackers. One of my favourite topics. <laughs> Only second to bikies. Only second to bikies. <laughs> and things out of Colombia. <laughs> Colombia. <laughs> um, I want to talk to you about pies, not the football variety, but the eating oh, variety. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Um, I want to talk to you about Neuralink. Yeah, and this more is on uh, that later. Is this old musky? Yeah, musky. <laughs> tap it into your grey matter. Uh, I've got a whole bunch of stuff, but I've also got uh, a whole lot of funny associations. You know how I love oh, my you'd associations. Love your so I've got a list of them that I might take you through in a little while. Brilliant, love it. And uh, of course, uh, Dan has no plan, oh, gee, but we have a plan. Yep. My plan yep. is to play songs about plans. Oh. That's our theme so for the day. That's my plan for today. Well, at least you've got a plan. I'm very pleased about that. And I've been making plans because I've I've had not had a good week because I've been yep. sort of suffocated by the lockdown syndrome. Yep. Uh, yep. But it's spring. Yes. On well, Tuesday, uh, officially. Tuesday. Yes, true. And um, what happens when spring comes is the sun comes out, and you got a little bit of a taste of that yesterday. Oh, yeah, didn't we ever? And um, do you know what what happens when um, when the sun comes out? Yeah, everybody leaves their home. It sets <laughs> us back about eight weeks. <laughs> Correct. Hey, but uh, no cases oh. are coming down, so that's all good. But yeah. um, there's changes in the weather improve our mood. When the sun comes out, you feel better. Yeah, very true. So I'm starting to feel a little bit better from yesterday yep. about everything going on. Yep. And um, there's a couple of other things happen when the sun comes out. Yeah. Um, this is a bit of curious research. <laughs> um, a US study in Minnesota found that diners were more likely to leave better tips when it was sunny. Oh. They're in better mood, better, you know, right. endorphins. Right. Um not the fact that the sun's whacked you around the head while you've had your third bottle of red. Yeah, well, probably a bit don't, of that. Don't <laughs> remember how much you've left us a tip. Probably a bit of that. In 2013, French researchers sent loose a brave Romeo to approach unaccompanied young women and ask for their phone numbers. Oh. On cloudy days, his success rate was 14%, yeah. but on sunny days, it skyrocketed to 22 Wow. So it's good for picking up. So apparently, go and find yourself a new, uh, go and find yourself a girl on a sunny day. Sunny days are all the rage for that sort of That'd stuff. That'd be a good song title. Find yourself a girl on a sunny day. Correct, correct. So <laughs> I, I, I'm feeling better, but the springs around the corner. Yeah, got a spring in my step about yep, that. Good. Got some plans. Going to start making plans again. Yep. For post all this nonsense. Yep. And um, that's yeah, a good thing. So we're going to do songs. So is that, is that is that a little bit like having a vision board? You yeah, know, where well, you sort of go, well, writing down in plans. November, if we can, I'm going to go and do this and yes. put a picture of something Correct. on a board. We're going to start getting not a bad focused idea. and positive I've always, about I've the whole always heard about vision boards. I mean, people put up, you know, massive houses and cars and boats and yachts and, you know, tropical islands and... But we need to probably, we're not going to be able to sort of do all that. No. But, if, but if, even something more simplistic, like just a picture of a barbecue. Yeah. You know. I'm going to cook a snack. Outside. Outside. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, in fact, the weather was so good last night, I did exactly do that. I, the uh, young fella at home had a set of ribs that looked as though they'd come off a brontosaurus. Yes, beautiful. And uh, a little bit of eye fillet uh, managed to find its way. Uh, no, it was a uh, fillet tails, I think. Yes, so I got it. I we had a bit of eye fillet. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, it was so, you know, the barbie lid came up and on she went. And uh, no, it was very pleasing to, to, uh, to be outside uh, cooking. Yeah. So, anyway. As you say, let's uh, let's think about the positive of uh, some nicer weather, and I think uh, we're going to get some more in the next few days. Yeah, though, I hope that, so too. Even though today, I think at some point, is going to turn apocalyptic. <laughs> Apparently so this afternoon. Um, did you did you experience anything quite like the storm we had? Well, on I, I don't, Thursday night, I believe. It was. I don't know where I was because I didn't see much of a storm where I was. Right. So. Uh, our, our windows, was we live near the beach, Yes, they almost blew in. Yeah, I 115k gusts of wind. Yeah, you're, The whole place was shaking. You're at the coal face down oh, there. Oh, we are. Yeah. Absolutely. No, um, I think, because I think, we're in a bit, uh, not too far, but um, yeah, I mean, windy, but not catastrophic. Oh, they've and, been smashed out east too. Yeah, and that poor... Yeah, gosh, poor that poor child that uh, got crushed in that... Uh, he was just walking down the street, I yeah, think. Yeah, amazing. So, no, terrible. Now, um, just I normally go food at about 3.30, but I'm going early today because we <laughs> well, just Well, I normally do food and make you hungry. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, All right, come on. But, um, what have you got for me? But I've got um, an article here on Australia's best pie. Oh, I see, I saw. Well, that's had, that's had some good airtime. It's that's in a, Baronia in Victoria yeah, in I Melbourne. I saw that. Yeah. It's called the Country Cobb Bakery. We're not allowed to go because no, it's further go. than 5K yeah, away. Yeah, it is. But he won, um, speaking about associations, there is the Baking Association of Australia. Oh, I'd be disappointed if there wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) And they won with their pepper steak pie, Ah, which sounds as good as it, you know, yeah. And it probably tastes. He's, um, this guy, uh, Chan Kun, he's the baker owner, he's won five trophies and 19 golds. Wow. At the comp. They tasted, the judges tasted 1,947 pies and pastries. Gee whiz. <laughs> How'd they go? They were, they were 70 kilos when they walked in. <laughs> 170 when they came out. From more than 300 bakeries around the country. What, I mean, is that, would that just be difficult? I, I think mean, it'd be fantastic. I'm I, applying well, I, next I, year to be a judge. Yeah. <laughs> But just a minute, I mean, how, how can you decipher between 300 pies? I don't know. I don't know how many days they do it over. You wouldn't, wouldn't want to do it in one sitting, would you? Oh, better off to be a wine judge. <laughs> so they won pie, pepper steak pie, plain beef pie, and then they had a vegetarian pie. Oh. I had a vegetarian meal through the week. Did I'll you? talk to you about that. Yeah. Um, curry, cauliflower, lentil, and chickpea pie. Yeah? Yeah. And gourmet pie, barbecue, whiskey, pork, and quail egg. Ooh. It's fancy. Now, I've got a, another question. What do you have? Dead horse on that? <laughs> I've only got one other question for you, yeah. man. If you're a wine judge, you get given a spittoon. Yeah. What is, do you get if you're a pie is judge? There a, is there the a platoon. <laughs> a platoon. <laughs> or is it just the rubbish bin? Yes. Do they have to spit it out and they're not allowed to swallow it? <laughs> I, don't, I, just, I don't know that answer. <laughs> just, it would be good to find out. It just came to me as to whether the, you know, they, they're allowed to consume it because yeah. that's a whole new kettle of fish if you're knocking over 300 pies. That's a lot, isn't it? I mean, I know they're not eating the whole pie. I get that. But, um, that's anyway. a lot. 
So, so there you go, pies. Yeah. No, and it's just right here in our own. Well, do you know? There, well, there's one thing. So when we're allowed to move out of the five k, we'll go and visit his we'll shop. Go and buy some pies from him, yeah. and we'll talk about them on air. Pies well, are well, great. I, I, I had a, I had one the other day, and I thought oh, I haven't had a pie for ages. I used to like chicken and leek pies. Yeah, they're yeah, good. They're good. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's a good pie shop down locally. Here. Is there? Oh, yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah, right Hey, um, that's good. So pies. Good. I wanted pies? to get that out oh, of the good. way. Oh, good. Now I'm hungry. Now, now it's made me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, strike a lot. But Very I good. did have one here yes. um, that I loved. Um, uh, speaking about pies. Yes. Did you spot the uh, man that got killed by a polar bear? Uh, y- yes. Look, <laughs> of all the ways to go, yeah, right? Yeah. This is This has got to be... The worst way to go. Yeah, shocking. Um, in Norway, clearly. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, what ha- what's happened is the shrinking ice caps reduce the polar bears' preferred seal hunting grounds, etc., etc. So they they're pushing in inland to approach populated areas in search of food. Haven't they heard of salmon? No. <laughs> <laughs> this bloke. So this bloke's camping. Poor bloke. He's he's in a little town called Longyearbyen, thirteen hundred k's from the North Pole. So he's up north. Uh, he's 38, he's having a sleep in his tent, yeah. and the bear attacked him. Yeah. Now, way to go. That's got to be scary ass. Uh, the worst part is, uh, some people found him, and he was still alive. Oh, so no. it's like, if you're going to do this, Bero, just make it quick. Make it quick. Right? God. Don't, don't. I have shivers. I don't know if you ever saw the film Grizzly. Uh, yeah, I reckon... I it did. was on about four years after Jaws, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharks yeah. Uh, yeah so, so we had to go inland. <laughs> yeah. So I, I saw Grizzly, yeah. and I've been petrified of forests ever since. <laughs> <laughs> because of the size of the... Put their claw that's about wow, eight times the size of there's a scene in Grizzly where oh. the, the guy that's hunting the bear, because it's killed a few, and he's out hunting the bear, and he's on a horse. Yeah. And the bear comes out of the woods and swipes and knocks the horse's head clean off. Oh, strike. Strike a match. Oh, maybe I haven't seen that. <laughs> That's a ripper oh, film. Oh, really? Scary as. Really? Probably hasn't stood the test of time, but in we, its day. So, you know those wow. films you know, the, you know those films you sort of watched 20 years ago and then scared the absolute tish out of you? Yeah. And now you look at them and laugh? I still reckon there'd be a few. I reckon um, old mate Jack Nichols. Shining. In The Shining would still mm, get a run. Yep. I reckon that's pretty scary. I, I, I tell you, the other one I reckon still might uh, is uh, what's the one with um, old little uh, little young girl whose head spins round, the bed shakes. Oh, that one. Uh, um, I can't. Is that remember. Linda Blair and the Exorcist? Yeah, yeah the or Exorcist. Yeah. I still reckon the Exorcist might uh, might catch a few on the way through. Yeah, I think the head spinning around sort of. The green gave it away from me a bit. The green bile. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, no, but I tell you, I mean, it's funny when you say um, uh, Grizzly came out four years after Jaws. I, I distinctly remember, um, and I reckon I was probably ten. My dear late father took me to see George uh, Jaws, and we went into George uh, George Jaws George Jaws Jaws. Just he and I, and uh, yeah, I reckon I was nine or ten. And uh, we've gone into town. Uh, it uh, might have been the forum or something, you know, or whatever it was back, you know, something. Anyway, it scared the absolute crap out of me. Yeah. I, mate, I was nervous in the bath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can tell you, you will not get me. I don't care how hot it is. 
once it goes dark, if I can't see what's around me in the water, I've got no hope. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay in a uh, okay in an eight by four that's dug into the ground, but you won't cop me in yeah, the well, water yeah, yeah, like, at I, night. I um I swim a bit in the bay, as you know, and yep. um I like to I like to see what's beneath me. You've got the goggles on. Yeah, you got the goggles on, yeah. but uh, I like to. I don't like swimming in the dark. No. No, I like to see. Yep. what's going on. Yeah, mm. uh, so I, it should, mate. I was, I was hiding under his arm when the when the head when the head falls out of that boat when the, <laughs> the first time. I don't think I've ever seen anything scary in my uh, life until yeah. then. Oh, mate, I shook like a leaf on a winter's was there, day. Was there a, there was a couple of sequels? Was oh, yeah, Jaws 2, Jaws 3. Okay, yep, yeah, 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 and uh, don't bother. I don't really Jaws, recall them as much. Jaws, Jaws 1. Jaws 1 is a bit like um, uh, Silence of the Lambs yeah. and trying to make that into a Silence of the Lambs 2. Right, right. Okay, so yeah. the first one just does everything. Does the job. Yeah, yeah. Does it, the job. What, it, was the, um, what was the town name in Jaws? Oh. There's a question. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Question. It'll, it'll come to me because, uh, in fact, there was a question about it because uh, you and I, I think, both uh, enjoy uh, Millionaire Hot Seat and uh, cop as much of that as we can from time to time. And uh, there was a uh, there was a question about Jaws and it was uh, either the name of the boat, uh, we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. uh, I think that was the name of the boat, we're going to need a bigger boat. Um it was either that or what was the beach or the town of which uh, the, uh, the whole thing was set. Uh, yeah, so, I can't um, recall. No, but anyway, it was um, a cracking good movie, but by goodness did it cop me. It got me on the way through for sure. Now, Scotty, yes. I'm going to play a track because um, I'm going to come and sort uh, you out over there. I think, I'm, I think I'm sorted. Uh, well, we'll check it out. And this is the first of my songs yes. about plans. About plans. And uh, it's from a great Australian band. So let's take sit back and uh, have a cuppa and have a listen to this one. Thanks.
Creative Shades and Design can provide window furnishings designed to your requirements. Based at 573 Hampton Street, Hampton, Creative Shades and Design can supply and install block-out blinds, Roman blinds, external sunscreens, clear blinds, cafe barriers, folding arm awnings, plantation shutters, timber venetians and curtains of all types. For a quote, phone Chris on 95021414. Creative Shades and Design for all your window furnishing needs. Southern FM sponsor. When your future feels uncertain, it's time to ask for help. Bendigo Bank has been helping our customers through tough times for over 160 years. If you're a Bendigo Bank customer, talk to us about ways we can help you through this one. We have financial assistance packages available, so don't wait. Visit our website or contact your local Bendigo Bank branch. Together, we'll see you through to better times. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. Southern FM sponsor. See you, Mum and Dad. Thanks for dinner. You know, the good thing about my family, apart from the awesome food, is we can talk about anything. Even the combos that are a bit uncomfortable, like tonight when we talked about organ and tissue donation. It's an important thing to discuss because while it only takes a minute to register at donatelife.gov.au, the next important step is telling your family and mates that you want to be a donor. So why not say yes to donation? This project is sponsored by the Organ and Tissue Authority. The impact of coronavirus is felt right through families. Dealing with COVID has been nothing like I've ever experienced before. I have two little boys and being separated from them for five or six weeks now has been incredibly hard. If you're thinking about bending the rules, think about who you love most in this world and think about them in ICU. Please play your part. For details, go to vic.gov.au forward slash coronavirus. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. And welcome back to the Two Smoking Guns on this lovely afternoon, Scotty. Oh, we've got it. We got a text through. Oh, about Jaws. Yes, Amity Island. Amity Island. There you That's go. It's. There you go. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. Uh, now, in sad news, I don't know if you noticed this today. Um, yes. Probably one of uh, Australia's greatest racehorses, Sub Zero. Subby. Sub Zero died. 32. 32. Yeah. That's a massive yeah. innings. Won the Cup in 1992, and uh, it's a touching story because he's. His great mate and long-time carer, Graham Salisbury, passed away two months ago, and then, obviously, he's, yep. you know, heart full of sadness, yep. and he uh, he passed away, heart yep. failure. Um, they uh, they had a massive bond, and uh, obviously, after he won the Cup, um, he became a clerk of the course, yep. of course. Yep. Clark and, of the course, And horse. did um, a huge... There was a piece in the news last night, mm. did a huge amount of work with um, people in hospitals. Children, did, the yeah. elderly... Aged care, yep. schools, yep. all that sort of stuff. Um, very, very lovely horse, <clears> and um, sadly missed, but uh, look... A, a good knock, a good knock. Thirty-two. Do you know how they? Um, uh, do you know how they bury them? No, they bury them standing up. Do they? Yes. So they don't lie down. All horses are buried standing up. Is that right? Yep. In that exactly the way they would stand on the ground. Now hang on to your hat because here's a freakish part about this story. Mm. He, the horse, and his handler, his, his old mate who passed away, mm. they passed away at exactly the same time. That's incredible. Really? It was one, if memory serves, we saw it last night and I was sitting on the couch with the bride and we looked at each other. I got absolute chill up my my spine 
It was like one twenty nine or one thirty nine in the afternoon. They wow. both died at exactly the same time. Yeah, very sad day for so, everyone involved in the racing industry. It is amazing. Everyone touched by yep. that great steed. Well, well, I was there that day. She was a crappy old day. I think I destroyed a pair of shoes. Uh, I think I was uh, carrying something on my back. <laughs> 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 and it wasn't a pack. It wasn't a backpack. Uh, oh, it was, uh, no, it was a, a, a bit of a tough day, but it, no, I did uh, I did actually see it. Brilliant. So, Brilliant. That's good. Now, Scotty, I, I, um, I need to raise something important because it's been um, it's been. The subject of much ire oh. makes my better heart. <laughs> so um, she's she's a bit testy on this topic. So I'll, I'll, I've got to be a bit careful how I handle it. But um, you'll have to dance around. I'm dancing around. You might have heard through the week that there's a couple of um, wives yes. of AFL players, wags, who are objecting to the term wags. Oh, so they're they're basically they? saying they don't like the term wags and what it implies, and they would prefer to be referred to as significant others. Oh, not significant other half. Well, we Just did have a bit of fun with this because um, what's wrong with wags? Wives and girlfriends That's are, are their names. Wives and girlfriends. This is my wife. This is my girlfriend. Well, I'm. Th- I'm how is it going to be? I said to her, how would it be if I referred to you as my significant other? What about if we called them WAPs, <laughs> wives and partners? WAPs or WAGs. <laughs> but significant other assumes that you're, you're a significant other. There's yeah. some other, yeah. other partners I've got that are less significant. Oh, well, that's right. And a couple that are more significant. Yeah, and more significant than who? You're correct. <laughs> correct. And if you, if you Oops. talk about significant other women, you, you, you have a very interesting... Um, Acronym for that. Sows. I'm glad I'm not coming back to your house today. So, um, you know, I mean, I can't understand, you know, when you're going out with someone, you're married to them, whatever, you know, you're going out with a girlfriend, you're going out with a a wife, married to a wife, what's the significant other? What's, I don't understand. Um, Clearly they've got too much time on their hands. (laughs) To be thinking that this is really important wow, stuff. Are you in deep doo doo? But uh, what, significant other, important alternative, uh, priority partner. These are all what? terms that I think it could be used. Um, I mean, I, I, uh, uh, of course, as you know, I, I did repartner, and uh, I've never liked the term partner. Do, do you like the term significant other? Um, no, 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 <laughs> neither do no. I. And I tell you, and I tell you what I and and please uh, uh, at home. I'm tap dancing. Don't, don't don't take this the wrong way at all. But um, uh, I I could officially refer to my other half yes. as my fiance because she is. We're just because we are actually engaged. We're actually going to go get married this yeah. year, and uh, there's and uh, we can't do that right now. So no. um, anyway, so uh, yeah, I don't know. I, so but I've, it's full I've of never, silliness, I've isn't never, it? I've never, I've never enjoyed partner though. But yeah, you know, this is my partner. It's my partner. Yeah, my significant because, other. Because what you got to do if you're actually on the phone to someone and you say, "I'll have to go and speak to my partner." Danielle, <laughs> as opposed to your business partner, as opposed to business partner, or as opposed to any other sort of partner that you might have, <laughs> it's uh, 
Yeah. So anyway, uh, sometimes I just find it easier to save my wife. Yeah, <laughs> so correct. Good, correct. You know, we'll, we'll get there one day. Anyway, there's a little bit of silliness. Well, so on behalf of my significant other, I yeah, wanted to um, right get that on. off her chest. So um, so recap for me. Um, what, what, is, uh, what is her preference? Through this process, which one? Your your, your significant other. Ah, just she'd prefer to be called. I'll introduce her as my wife. Right. So and and don't don't do the funny one that a lot of guys do and say this is my first wife. No, she just gets you in a lot of trouble. What? <laughs> and then you turn up eight years later and go, uh, I'd like you to meet my fourth wife. <laughs> um, so, uh, no, wife is the... But WAGS um, is just about... That's just an acronym for wives and girlfriends. For wives and girlfriends. I don't that's understand. All, it's, it's, not, it, it's, not, it's not meant a to imply anything. No. Do they think it's because it's sort of WAGS the dog or something or WAGS well, something silly? I'm or? really not sure. No. I think they, they, they think it's a pejorative term. That perhaps demeans don't, them somehow. Don't but swear at me. <laughs> it's just a. It's just a. It's it saves ink. It's, it's like <laughs> to it's, use the term. It's like mammals. Yeah. You know, it's talking about men in lycra, but yeah. not Brian or John or Andrew yeah. or Tony or it's just a generic just, it's a term. Gen, a generic reference. It's a collective noun, Scotty. It is a collective noun. You yes. have my vote, sir. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that's off her chest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I was able to get that. Uh, through without slipping up too much. Uh, can I... Uh, Apologies if I've offended uh, uh, the better half everywhere <laughs> around the Bayside yeah, region. Yeah, and I might be single by the time I get yes. home. Yes. <laughs> um, can I share one with you? This one caught my eye. I mean, any time I see uh, the words fine dining... <laughs> well, you had me at uh, dining, <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, even fine or... Uh, fine or, or even, gonna, um, even pies are fine. Dishes and dad. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to even name the, I'm not going to name the family. It's in the paper if you want to go and read it. But, um, anyway, there's a quite an iconic, um, well, iconic family in the restaurant game. Uh, anyway, there's a little article about the fact that, um, they've all managed to, um, live together through coronavirus. So they've, yes. yeah, there's about 17,000 of them all mm-hmm. in one house, apparently. Um, it's no, a commune, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so there's a whole lot of them in there anyway. Uh, they were talking about uh, Father's Day coming up, as we uh, just said before. And they said, oh, they're expecting it to be a very different Father's Day this year. Uh, normally, they'd be in one of their restaurants and making a mozza. Mozza. Um, but what they've now done is they've created... Now, now I haven't really picked the article for, for the service that they offer, so as I say, you can go read it for yourself. Apparently, you can order something and you know, it comes as a gastronomic frenzy. Oh, it comes in one of those boxes. Yeah, boxes. That are all the rage these days. But I, what caught my eye, unless I was uh, sadly mistaken was um, it It says uh, we've all moved back into the one house uh, so we'll have most of our family together it's going to be sunny um, so we'll fire up the barbecue uh, to cook lamb chops and watch Collingwood versus Carlton um, last time I checked Carlton are playing Collingwood in about an hour and three minutes. So I think... He's um, got his weeks mixed up. Uh, yeah, well, uh, there is a young lass here um, who I won't use her name either. So you can go and read it, as I say. Um, you might just want to just get your days checked. I, either all. that or just get your, you know, just check that you're not having Father's Day or, today. Or, or <laughs> is it going to be a draw today and they have to play again <laughs> next week? Right. <laughs> so anyway, I just, I'd love things where I go... That just doesn't just seem to add doesn't. up to me. So. so have you been um, 
Uh, there's been a lot of restaurants who've reinvented themselves through this period. Yeah, big as, time. You know, needs do as needs must. Well, you do. Um, you've had your duck. Yes. Piece. Well, I was going to say that uh, a lot of them now are making um, quite good, you know, good business out of the the delivery of the box of food that you then either reheat or constitutionally put together. So, so, um, so is there both? You can I actually think get the raw forward, ingredients and then you still got to yeah, do it yourself yes. or you can just do the... And yeah, there's a bit of both going yeah, okay, on right. and depending on what the service is and how far it's coming and the complexity that you're after. Yes. But this is a, th- this is a thing that's going to survive all of this. Um, there's, a, there's a young lad I know who runs a very successful uh, restaurant uh, in High Street yep. and he's doing a lot of the delivery. He's doing 200, 300 boxes on a wow. weekend. Yeah. Um, and he's basically had to take over an entire... He's taken over the kitchen at Caulfield Rice Course to, wow. to do it. So, um, at probably know, 100, 150 well, boxes. I probably, think I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The, the bride does all the order. <laughs> um, but, but that's fantastic business, and yep. he will continue to do that, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, even when we're back yeah, going yeah, to yeah. sit in his well, restaurant, he would still continue to do that. No, I think it's a huge trend. Because that, m- trend. that means you don't... You, you just need a kitchen. You actually don't need the restaurant. Well, it actually... Which means you don't need wait staff. It's, it's they... Well, they still have chefs, obviously, and they still have a delivery mechanism of some description, but um, they're not making the margin on wine. They're not making the margin on other things. True. Um, but then again, they're not paying rent and staff and all that, so it's interesting, um, different yep. economic proposition. Yep. But it's really taken off, and you can get them from all sorts of websites now. Um, and we've we've part, partaken in is, these. Is Providor one of those? Providor is one of those. Yes. Um, but there's um, there's a whole lot. Yeah. But um, the other thing I was interested in is you can now get um, home delivery from uh, farms. Right. So I, I saw this. You know how like honey. So eggs and honey. And from the uh, Watergrass Hill Angus in Gippsland, Nearham Valley, you can order four kilos of beef in a box. Wow. No? That's yeah. a fair bit. You'd have yeah. to have a few mates around to help you eat that, wouldn't you? Four kilos. Post-COVID. Or a big a big fridge. <laughs> or a big fridge. Um, yeah, the, go- the government set up a website, vitcountrymarket.com.au, yeah. um, and you can get all sorts of stuff. You can get you can get a kilo yeah. of wild bush honey wow. from Backyard Beekeeping in Ballarat. Oh, Backyard Beekeeping in Ballarat. Yeah, <laughs> a kilo of honey. That'll keep, that'll keep you busy with your crumpets and honey. Oh, whatever. Oh. And um, yeah, so that that that's a good one because it's also uh, it's a social enterprise um, that uh, aims to help people with mental health issues right. via the calming therapy of beekeeping. Right. I did tell you the other week, didn't I, that yeah. the Beckhams have taken up beekeeping yeah, and many others that. have yeah, yeah. taken up beekeeping. And um, of course, there are plenty of people making gin, so you can order yeah. gin. Yeah, yeah. There's one here from um, from um, Flinders Distillery. They've got a truffle gin. Ooh, really? That would taste terrible. Yeah, I reckon that would be awful. Really like <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a truffle fan. No, I'm a truffle fan. Um, yeah, so you can get all sorts of stuff. You can get ciders. So in addition to the providors of the world, those sorts of things, you can actually contact via this uh, this website a whole lot of different farm makers and distilleries. People are making cider. People are making you know gift hampers, drinking chocolate, marshmallows, virgin olive oil, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, fantastic. So. Yeah. I reckon that's what you've got to. We've got to start looking at Scotty because you've got to help the farmers. 
They're doing it tough. Yeah, it's not a and bad idea. Um, just go straight to the straight to the farm so, gate, as they say. So can we so we can get a box of veggies and a dozen eggs yeah. and a bit of honey. And, Spot on. Yeah, right. Delivered to your door. Right. Saves, oh, save you going. Saves you going to Coles I'll, and paying inflated prices. I'll find that article. Yeah, go and do yourself a favour. I'll go and do myself a favour. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Now, um, Good. with that out of the way, yes. Um, I did want to talk to you about public transport. Right. Because, obviously... Is there anybody using it? Well, this is the point. <laughs> this is the very point I wanted to raise with you. Since COVID... Yes. Um, and the virus's second wave that we've just... We are in the middle of experiencing. Yep. Um, public transport in Melbourne has dropped to 9% of normal levels. Wow. That's trains, planes... Not planes, but trains, buses, trams... Taxis. Everything. Public transport overall, uh, even after the pandemic subsides, they're suggesting that public transport use will recover to just 80% of capacity. So that's 456 million yearly trips instead of 570 million, according to Monash Uni. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Department of Transport is, is, is considering that rail will be hardest hit, with usage to return just to just 70%. They, they believe one in five people will stop travelling into the CBD as work-from-home yep. arrangements increase. Yep. And um, you're going to see a lot more cars on the road. This is the downside. So think about that for a minute. I mean, the worst thing that could happen is we, we get some lifting of, of restrictions and then all of a sudden you've got 300 people on a tram almost licking each other's ears. Hmm. They're standing that close. And bingo, we're, we're, we spark another wave. Now, they're suggesting that... Um, they should just reduce the number. The CBD is heading for car gridlock um, because everyone's going to jump in their car because they're isolated and safer, purportedly. We, we need to go and buy a car park. Cycling's <laughs> on the increase. It's going to rise by 55% wow. as people cycle into work. Well, especially now we're coming to spring as well, Yeah, I guess. and that's, the, that's yep. exactly right. With the sun go. coming up, yep. it combines your exercise, yep. keeps you happy. I might consider riding my bike. Well, you know what? They might even then have to consider if... Oh, they're talking about more cars, though. I was thinking, you know, if there's going to be a 55% increase in cyclists, they're going to need more space to ride. Paths. Yeah. So maybe they need to chop one lane With, out for cars so and put means, one lane for Scotty, bikes. If there's more cars and more bikes on the road... More accidents. There's going to be more accidents, yeah. and there's going to be a lot of what they call cycling and road rage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that could be the byproduct of exactly what you've just said. So um, there you go. So I just thought that's. I mean, it makes obvious sense. But um, I'm I'm a big public transport user. I yep. think it's a very very efficient way to get from this particular region into the city. Yep. And um, yeah, totally. I, I will probably still catch a train. Yeah. Um, I think I'll take advantage of the fact that no one else is. And all the cars, it oh, takes you an hour to get in the city with all the car gridlock. And it's, I'll just jump on a train, I'll have a carriage for myself, Bushka, yep. bang, straight and, in. And it's the only way to go to the footy when we're oh, allowed to yeah. go back to the footy. Yeah, we're allowed I to mean, go back there. Get into, into that won't be till next year. Docklands or into the, yeah. into the G. Uh, yeah, that won't be for a long time. Although they are, there's some remote optimism that the Boxing Day test might still remain in Melbourne, I read. That would be awesome. Yeah. Because that is my favourite day. Uh, but they weren't suggesting you might be able to go. They were oh, just right. suggesting it might just be in Melbourne still. Oh, okay. That I sort of know. defeats the purpose oh, without then, a crowd, doesn't oh, it? Well, I'll tell you the one, that the, the piece that I that shocked me, I, it was in one of the papers uh, today, 
um, and it was about those security guards in the hotel. Oh, yeah. Apparently, I don't know if you read this, uh, apparently there was uh, one situation that somebody came across. There were 70 security guards in one room. <laughs> one room. One room. Playing cards. Oh, yeah, it? I don't know what they're doing. Having a sleep and, yeah, you know, ordering Uber Eats or something. Okay. And Yep, 70 in one room, I read. There so, you go. I uh, wonder why we've got a problem. The silliness. Well, let's take a break. Righto. After the break will be my second song about plans. Plans. And uh, plans is the theme today. We're all going to make plans. Yep. So we'll Sounds take good. a break and then take a song and we'll be back soon. Right on, mate. Creative Shades and Design can provide window furnishings designed to your requirements. Based at 573 Hampton Street, Hampton, Creative Shades and Design can supply and install block-out blinds, Roman blinds, external sunscreens, clear blinds, cafe barriers, folding arm awnings, plantation shutters, timber venetians and curtains of all types. For a quote, phone Chris on 9502-1414. Creative Shades and Design for all your window furnishing needs. Southern FM sponsor. Coronavirus is changing the way we live, work and communicate. Changes can be hard, so it's vital to take care of ourselves and others. Prioritising your mental health is important. To help, there are some things you can do, like eating well, keeping active, talking with family, friends and neighbours via phone or video calls and making a new daily routine. Together, we can help stop the spread and stay healthy. Visit australia.gov.au to learn more. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Hi, I'm Aaron Finch. I'm Bronte Campbell. I'm Matthew Delvedova. These are extraordinary times. The presence of COVID-19 means each and every one of us is facing our toughest ever opposition. And although we stand apart, if we work together as a team and play by the rules, we'll soon get back to playing and watching the sport we love. We need your support now more than ever. So let's play by the rules. Wash your hands and listen to the advice. If we play by the rules, if we play by the rules, we'll all get through this together. Thank you. 
There you go, Scotty. Here's another planned song. XTC making plans for Nigel right there. Can't Nigel make his own plans? Yeah, (laughs) making plans for Nigel, making plans for Rutsy, making plans for Uh, Scotty. That's it. Everyone's got a plan except one man. And his name is Dan. Dan, the man with no plan. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, um... Got a couple. I don't know if you've you've got a couple off the bat. I know about wine, and I want to yeah, want to hear all yes. about that because I like that. It's wine and nose. Yes, yes, yes. It's very nice. But I did want to take you through my favourite topic: <laughs> bikies, hackers, or oh, hackers, Russian hackers, <laughs> and uh, Russia. Uh, uh, two Russian men in their twenties uh, meet in a bar near the Tesla factory in California. Is this a joke? No, <laughs> it sounds like the two men walking to a bar. <laughs> that's what I mean. And uh, that's how it started, and it ended with secret recordings, an FBI arrest, a US one million dollar bribe, and an insight into the world of cybercrime. And only one man came out. <laughs> <laughs> so Tesla has revealed wow. it was the target of a bizarre plot involving Russian hackers trying to recruit one of the company's employees to install a virus. Right. On its computer network. Right. After what Tesla chief executive Elon Musk Muskie. called a serious attack, yep. US authorities arrested and charged a 27-year-old Russian man for allegedly travelling to America to persuade a Tesla employee to install malware on the company's systems in exchange for one million big ones. Now, malware, is malware a bit like the Trojan horse? Correct. Seen something Very in good. A, just... a Trojan horse is a type of malware. Yeah, right. Yes. Got it. That's good. Okay. The Russian is believed to have been part of a ransomware group. Mm-hmm. Right. This is getting interesting. And they've made a fortune from hacking high-profile companies' computer systems. They encrypt their files. You with all this tech talk? Like the Australian government? Yes. <laughs> they encrypt their files and then they threaten to leak sensitive information unless wow. they're paid money. Yep. Recent victims have reportedly included smartwatch maker Garmin. Oh, yeah. As in the yeah, Garmin, Garmin devices. Watch, yep. Uh, foreign exchange provider Travelex. Yep. Which is a yeah, lot of yeah, credit card yeah, details. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and a camera maker Canon. 
Wow. Many of these gangs operate out of Russia. Right. So um, the Russian, good name this, Igor Igorovich Kriachukov. Oh. So that name again, Igor Igorovich Igorovich Kriachukov. Um, so, yeah, so this guy, he um, he got in touch with an employee from an unnamed company, which Mr. Musk subsequently confirmed to be Tesla, right. over WhatsApp last month. They'd previously met in 2016. He uh, allegedly said he was on holiday in the US and the two arranged to meet. After sightseeing together, uh, yeah. <laughs> Igor allegedly revealed he was working for a ransomware group and offered the worker half a bar, Ooh, half a million half to install the malicious million. software. Instead... The Tesla employee informed the FBI, who then recorded his conversations with Mr. Krichkov in further meetings, in which the group apparently agreed to raise the payment to one million. Right. So FBI agents arrested him, and uh, as he tried to leave the US at the weekend, he faces up to five years jail. Well, they, but that's amazing, isn't it? Will they deport him? Well, they will. They will try him in the US. I imagine. I don't know whether they will deport him back to Russia. Probably. It's, uh yeah, I mean, all of that cyber hacking cyber stuff hacking. is... Cyber uh, hacking. I mean, you just don't know, do you? I mean, you, honestly, I mean, when, when you... Just keep changing your passwords. Well, buddy. and it's, you know, again, when you keep seeing stuff on your phone and you go, you know, I was only talking about that yesterday and now there's an ad on my phone for it. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. how, what the heck is going on? Then my phone gets really hot and then I just go... So I look up, you know, has my phone been hacked or is it being, has it been bugged or do you just go... What is going on here? But uh, it's all getting a bit scary. So if, you, if you start googling that sort of stuff, you'll just get ads for malware prevention software. Yes, <laughs> and 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 free trips to uh, Russia. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Igor wants to meet you. Igor would like to meet you, sir. Yeah. Um, and and in a related uh, article, yes. so the same said Elon Musk, who's a futurist. A futurist and, and is an he? entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. Well, I had. I, I, I Apart from a car maker, I granted him entrepreneur. Yes, car bloke. <laughs> car bloke. I think he's reasonably entrepreneurial. Yeah. Well, he, he he's just put that spacecraft up. He SpaceX. has. Yeah, SpaceX has gone yeah, up. Yeah, and come back, and which come is back. the better news. <laughs> Even better news <laughs> for the two blokes on board. Correct. <laughs> So he's got a start, a new startup called Neuralink. You, you love this. Oh, here we go. This is where this you're into, you're onto this uh, several weeks ago. Yeah, meshing brains with computers. Yeah, right? gonna stick a USB chip with a sun don't shine. Correct. Mate. He's <laughs> long contended that a, a neural lace merging minds with machines yeah. is vital if people are going to be avoid being outpaced by artificial intelligence. Yeah. Uh, he uh, he has a wish list that ranges from technology returning mobility to the paralysed, sight to the blind, enabling tele- telepathy, and the uploading of mer- memories for later reference, mm. or perhaps to be downloaded into replacement bodies. God, oh, strike! I think the future you will be able to save and replay memories. He's what? I tell you what, that's mind if, bending. If you could, uh, if you could harness dreams, I reckon I've got ten bestsellers. <laughs> I had a dream the other night <clears throat> that was off the charts. Yeah. I'd, I'd made a movie and I'd done the soundtrack, and it was a really good soundtrack. Yeah, and I can't remember a thing about no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> and the other thing I say about a dream, 
Is it apparently they last about three seconds? Yeah. But it feels as though yeah, you wake up right. in the morning and go, oh, my God, I've just travelled the world. I've, I've, I feel like a spy. You know, I'm drained. So uh, a new wow. lace, it gets embedded in your brain. Um, yeah, and uh, it's being tested on pigs at the moment. Is it? Hmm. So the mice have been spared this time. Yeah, We've gone to straight pigs. Straight to pigs. Well, I tell you what, when you talk about the uh, us and we should be scared about AI, um, I, th- I wasn't sure whether I'd sent you this. I, I got some vision of a, uh, a robot, um, but a military robot. Right. And this thing, there was nothing this thing couldn't do. Um, so there, there's some vision of it standing there, and I'll, I'll cut this short. Standing there, shooting at uh, a whole bunch of targets. It's got a pistol in its hand, loads its own weapon. It, the, like, the mechanics of it is just off the chart. goes bang, 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 hits every target. goes to hit the next set of targets, goes bang, bang, and a bloke walks in front of the next target. Bang, bang. Bang, 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 bang. God. And they push it over. They smash it with a baseball bat. They smash it with iron bars. It falls down. It gets back up. I'll I'll send it to you, and that that's what AI is. That's, and that's it's, predator and stuff, it's, isn't it? Oh, mate, it's, it's yeah. but but this is you know, and this is not doctored. This is just out somewhere, and that's Terminator stuff. And and to the yeah. point where you know, again, a bloke stands in front, like with the gun here, and the robot's gone, bang, 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 and it's there at his head. Okay. And he goes, I hope the micro- want, you wouldn't want to be a crash test dummy there, would you? <laughs> the microchips are all in the right order. I'll find it and send it to you. It's fascinating. Uh, so this this is this is scary to me because yeah. it's the unknown. Yeah, it's kind of means if you've got a chip in your head, yeah. and you're interacting with computers, yeah. what happens if someone gets some of that malware stuff yeah. in your computer? Does it mess with your brain and make you go mad? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, it's it's. But it's like Food every, for thought. Well, Weird. But it's like everything, though. I mean, I just got a new, a new phone the other day, and it's, um, you know, it's the facial recognition. So Yeah, yeah, yeah I've got that. Yeah. Um, but what I figured was, I, I have to wear my glasses. Well, <laughs> because if I don't, it goes pop hole. It doesn't recognise me with my mask on. With a mask on. No, it was all of that. And then I've got a, a computer, and, and, a, and now I've just got my fingerprint. Uh, I just touch a button, and my fingerprint uh, tells it to turn on. Yeah. So I just, you know, I don't even have to press. I just put my finger on it. I don't even have to press the button away. It's just up it comes. So there you go. it was, um, but yeah, it, some of the stuff that could be done is just Off the mind chart. snapping. Off the chart. So I, I, I think on the one hand, there's a bit of Tesla getting, uh, trying to be hacked. And the very same man runs a company. He's doing this Neuralink. That, yep. was, a little, that was my only segue for today, Scotty. Yep. Those two pieces of news, right. very good. Well, I, I've I've got a um, uh, what have I got for you? Uh, we've sort of covered bits and pieces. Hey, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll give a shout out to. Uh, I, I actually do feel sorry a bit for the uh, for the year twelves. Oh yes, right. Uh, so massive year in their life. Um, on the take for granted that they're turning eighteen in the same year that they're doing VCE. Yep. So turn eighteen. Go and get your driver's license. Can't you, do that. You can go to the rubbery dub dub when when you can. Can't do that. Can't do that though. Can't so, have a park. So you're, you're you're illegally at an age where you can, but you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Drive. Go to the pub. 
Have we got an election coming up soon at any stage? So we're going to have to congregate or we'll just Unfortunately, post, no. postal vote? No. Yeah, postal. So I know we're locked in for a bit. Um, uh, then the, their VCE has been completely screwed around. Uh, we, we, you know, work from home, don't work for, you know, sorry, school from home, don't school from home, mm. you know, the whole nine yards. And then, but I reckon the big one, the big one, Schoolies. Schoolies. <laughs> Schoolies has been cancelled. Oh, and the ball, the dead ball, oh, yeah, whatever the they call ball. it. You yeah, know, the, no, the balls they have. Yeah, I think, I reckon they do that early in the year, though. I reckon they do that in February They now. do, but they didn't get yeah, them away so, because of the yeah. stuff in the air. But yeah, Schoolies so, is the big one. So they're saying, but but on the other hand, they're saying, uh, look, go and do Schoolies, yeah. but just keep social distancing. Good luck. <laughs> well, Social schoolies, not for Victorians. Sorry, no. So there's not allowed uh, to travel. Yeah. So for the other states, they are going to be able to move around a bit, and they're saying, you know, go and do something, but don't be silly. But uh, but for all of our uh, all of our kiddies here, uh, all all these uh, about to be uh, legal adults. Um, yeah, I just felt a bit sorry for them. It's uh, you know they they work hard. They've twelve years of school, and then they want to go and let their head air with their mates, and you know go and get the driver's license, and, and go, to the, go to the pub, and you know they can't do any of that. So it's a bit of a a high ages year. We might have to uh, increase the age to nineteen. Yeah, when did schoolies <laughs> become a thing, Scotty? It wasn't oh, around an hour day. Yeah, I mean you, you just you just went down to the pub for a few days, didn't you? Just well, went to the pub for a weekend. Um, oh no, mate, it's big business now. You know, it's the whole, you know, there are companies that oh, run yeah. Uh, yeah. events up in, in Queensland and whatnot. Um, I don't know, mate, uh, 10, 10 years, years ago? Mate? Yeah, 10. I was going to say 10, 12 yeah, or something. something. Like um, it was certainly not... It, not an organised thing. It was not in the nineteen in the uh, 19s. It was something, it was the, definitely in the 20s, yeah. you know, in like the yeah, 2008 or right. 2007 or, you know, something like that. I know it's been going for a while, but... Um, you know, it's uh, it's very different, but uh, very big business. I wouldn't mind having, wouldn't mind having a slice of some of that, but there's the amount that get involved, and of course they're all staggered. They all finish at different times yeah. and come up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, not in this climb. No, no. So anyway, a bit of a shout out to them. Good luck with your studies later in the year. Keep your head down and uh, keep your chin up, and uh, you know, just do the best you can. Yeah, well said. A quick break and a song, I think. Right up. Hey. Good. Creative Shades and Design can provide window furnishings designed to your requirements. Based at 573 Hampton Street, Hampton, Creative Shades and Design can supply and install block-out blinds, Roman blinds, external sunscreens, clear blinds, cafe barriers, folding arm awnings, plantation shutters, timber venetians and curtains of all types. For a quote, phone Chris on 9502 1414. Creative Shades and Design for all your window furnishing needs. Southern FM sponsor. From Sandringham to South Yarra, you're listening to Southern FM.
Oh, I've been listening to uh, a lot of Dandy Warhols lately, Scotty. Dandy Warhols? Dandy Warhols. I highly suggest you get them up on your streaming service. Any relation to Andy Warhol? No, the Dandy Warhols um, are a great American band out of Portland, Oregon. Right. And um, I spent a large chunk of Friday listening to them while I was noodling away painting. Oh, yes. Not n- noodling away. <laughs> noodling away with my paintbrush. <laughs> Very And uh, only to discover I was popping along with that song and it's called Plan A. Ah, so it uh, got a Guernsey. It goes in. It goes into the playlist. Uh, <laughs> Love it today. So we've got a couple more coming up a bit later. Very good. But uh, I, I know we uh, we have to. This is going to hurt me, but um, we need to revise our football ladder predictions from last week, Scotty, because yeah. I am now very concerned that the St Kilda Football Club may finish ninth. Oh, do you reckon they will? We need to win two out of our last three. We have a bye, then we play the Hawks, which we should win, but then we have to play West Coast in West Coast and GWS. Yeah. Two not, they're not gimmies. No, GWS had a good win yesterday, did they not? Mm. So I am uh, a little concerned. The only hope that I believe we have yeah. is we can win well uh, against the Hawks. Yeah, and our percentage might help us scrape in, but we've sort of left ourselves to the mercy of other results now by losing yesterday. Yes. So I'd like to revisit my ladder. Um, well, I think I think we might have and to revise them down from sixth to probably eighth. Mm, gee whiz, that's going to hurt, isn't it? It is because when you actually look at the ladder. Um, you, uh, mathematically, everybody from, I think, Carlton upwards, who are 12th and playing the Pies today, yes. um, anyone in the top 12 can finish in the top 8. That game today, too, uh, Carlton Collingwood will, um, I, as, as, apart from being one of the, probably the better games, Carlton Collingwood games um, yep. of recent time. It will be. Um, one either of those win, they probably go on the eight. So it's interesting times uh, as so we get down to the final four rounds. Carlton probably can't get into the eight because of their percentage. Right. So they're on 100%. Oh, okay. Um, See, so then you've got Melbourne, who's already in the eight, and eighth at 111. Um, albeit that uh, if they did happen to win well... They'd probably go to ninth. Um, it depends on the run home, ahead I guess. Of, ahead of Jack, but I think the top four are a lock, aren't they? And I West think Coast, so. West Coast is thereabouts mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I mean, Geelong was top of the table for about five seconds until Port had another win yesterday. Yeah. Port, Geelong, uh, Port, Geelong the Bears. Brisbane, Richmond, West Coast. Yeah, I think, top five. I think the top five are set. Yep. Um, and then outside of that, um, throw a blanket yeah, over. Yeah, there's a raffle. I reckon. I reckon there's a. I reckon there's definitely a raffle. There's three. There's three spots for six teams. Yeah. I reckon that's about uh, where we stand. So no, I think we should. Uh, we should maybe go and revisit that because I was very, uh, very bullish, as you know, because uh, I had us finishing fourth. But I liked your idea better because I think we we're finishing sixth, which meant we didn't have to play <laughs> Port Adelaide or Geelong, probably. Well, um, yeah. So it looks like if. Uh, Oh, yeah, we've got to get in first. I think yeah, that's the real no, issue we, now. Well, Let's not, um, we've got to stay in. We've got to stay in. That's what we've got to need to do. So um, This is very, very Now, can I talk to you about wine? Please do. It's yes. 3 o'clock. It's almost uh, 1 well, o'clock. Well, it's 1 o'clock somewhere in the world. Um, um, and this is all about your uh, your proboscis. 
Um, yes. It's all about your nose. My nose. Yes. Your nose. Um, and I just found a lovely little article, as I've managed to find each week now, about different aspects. We talked about last week about putting uh, putting a red wine into a microwave, of oh. which that just about gave you cold chivers. Oh, <laughs> what a disgusting concept. Um, and then, uh, you know, the varietal wines, you know, having multiple grapes as opposed to a singular grape and all that sort of guff. So, um, so this time, it's all about your, your schnozza. And uh, and its contribution to not only just wine but everything in life in terms of, of taste. Yeah, of 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 nose. Of of yeah, it's a word. Is it? Not yeah, to do with nose. Of of or something like that. Gee, Can't weird. pronounce it. Nah, nah, it's got tongue twisted. It's not in this article either. <laughs> <It's not> so. <laughs> You've either made that up or you're a genius. Or faltery, no. Uh, yeah. Okay, so when in, uh, when in doubt, trust your nose. Forget the use-by-date and a bottle of milk. I'll tell you what, I'll be looking at the use-by-date before I've been putting my nose into a bottle of milk yep. that I reckon has gone past its date. Uh, just smell it instead. No, thank you. Uh, fish, meat, chicken, ditto. Your nose can save you from many a dud wine, uh, be it oxidised, corked, or just over the hill. Or as I'd like to refer to uh, screw-top wines now as uh, being screwed. <laughs> uh, it's your nose that tells you when your bacon, uh, when the bacon you're grilling is done. Really? That's just smells, by, by smell, look. Smells good all the way through, doesn't it? Uh, when Thai curry paste you're frying is no longer raw. Why, because it's burnt? What? Yeah, I'll use my eyes for that. Yeah. Um, and when the tea towel you've left next to the stove uh, top has just caught a light. Well, I think, I think that might be a bit of a visual gag too. Right? <laughs> anyway, so I bad. where this guy's going with this. Uh, yeah, stick with me. It, it, it does actually get better. Um, so to learn the loss of one's uh, sense of smell has been uh, identified as a possible uh, symptom of COVID-19, mm. um, um, gives one pause. Uh, smell is a huge component of taste, with some researchers claiming that aroma, identified by the nerves in the nose, accounts up to 80% of how we perceive flavour. Is that right? With only 20% identified by our taste buds. So uh, she ain't the 50-50 you know, shared between the uh, your, your palate and your, and your proboscis. Uh, when you really lose... Uh, what uh, Sorry, what you really lose when you take a uh, smell... Uh, takeaway smell is more than the information buried in the aroma. Your tea towel is burning. Mm-hmm. It's the sense of anticipation. Your bacon is driving you crazy with desire. Good smells set the stage, get your juices flowing, stimulate the digestive system, and make you hungry. That's what happens to you at three o'clock here in the studio. Well, you're talking sun. about bacon at three <laughs> o'clock, Scott. It's just not fair. An absence of smell means there's nothing to get excited about. I think that's very true. Yeah. Um, for any sort of fix, can you say the same with beer? Is it the taste of beer or just the fact that it's super cold or a hot day and you just... Oh, the taste is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So imagine if you couldn't smell then. Yeah. That'd be... You know, Wouldn't be good. So next time on a hot day, get your beer and pinch your nose and have a swig. Tell me what happens. It still tastes pretty good, I reckon. You can't taste it. If you pinch your nose, you can't taste anything. You can't? You really? Yeah, close your nose, you can't taste anything. Is that right? Mm. That's what loss of smell is. What's the Same. stuff on the top of your tongue doing then? Absolutely jack shit. No, but not much. Um, <laughs> which actually uh, proves what I've just said here. Ah. So 
Uh, you've got, what, you, what are the things called taste buds for? Well, you, the, the, I, I gave you a, a little medicinal thing before. You chuck one of those in your gob and pinch your nose and tell me if you can taste it. Really? Taste it. Okay. Yep. Interesting. So when children, have you not seen that? When children don't like the taste of something, they pinch their nose and then they eat. And then it, they can't taste anything. Oh, I'm going to try that. Try it. I'm going to try that. At the commercial break, you're going to try that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me get back to this. We're going all of that, uh, you know, feeling hungry, the absence of smell, and there's nothing excited about for it. Any sort of fix, you'd need to chase textural contrast instead. Right. right? Okay. From Understand. things like steamy soft junket. Mm-hmm. Steamy soft junket. What's really? that? Steamy junket? Wow. What's that? Uh, Maybe that, that sounds terrible. Um, slippery noodles and um, crisp crackers but it would be totally and utterly boring uh minus my smell uh, minus my sense of smell i'd miss the sweet headlines of fried onions oh now you've got me right because the smell of fried onions and garlic cooking Mm. that is the great smell yeah yeah, absolutely yeah and snags on a barbecue is also another great one yep uh, the nutty, roasty notes of freshly ground coffee. The eucalypt smoke of the campfire mingling with the billy tea. The eucalypt smoke yeah. of the campfire. I'd missed uh, steamed jasmine rice, slow-cooked quinces, um, preserved lemons, banana bread. Smells that get me out of bed in the morning and make me smile. <laughs> <laughs> Strong memories of time and place. Mm. The overwhelming uh, floral smell of ripening mangoes in summer that means I'm in Sydney. Mangoes are great too. Uh, yeah. The sweet cinnamon f- uh, vapours of a steamy bowl of Vietnamese pho um, that whisked me back to Melbourne. It seems like an excellent moment to celebrate our honkers and the joys they bring us. So here's to you, my nose. I raise my glass to you. Often. <laughs> no. So you try that. in uh, when, when we have a little break, I want you to go and grab one of those medicinal things I gave you. And uh, chuck it in your gob and pinch your nose and tell me if you can if you can taste it. Interesting, interesting. So, and, Fun fact. And while we're on uh, while we're on some food, um, oh, this is another one that just caught my attention. Um, Tim Tams for home slammer. Aussies bought an extra four million packets of Tim Tams between March and June as the nation turns to its favourite guilty pleasure during lockdown. Yeah, I like a Tim Tam. <laughs> I haven't had one forever, but uh, you know, I do too. Yeah, I don't mind a Tim Tam. You know what we had? I just said before I came in here, it was a ginger nut. A ginger nut? Ginger nut biscuits? Yeah. Oh, I haven't had one of those forever either. They're good. They're good. They're really good. Maybe, maybe uh, you need to go to the local. Um, I need to get out. <laughs> uh, well, no, maybe. Well, maybe that can be on my vision board. I'm going to put up ten things that I like. I haven't had. Um, uh, it used to be called treacle, but it's uh, golden uh, golden, golden syrup. syrup. I haven't. Had, I used to have golden syrup sandwiches. Did you? Oh yeah. Wow. The lady down the road used to make them for me when I was a young nipper. Wow. And they were damn good. She used to make her own put bread. Hundreds fresh. and thousands on them? No, as well. I used to have hundreds and thousands as well, but not in the, not the same way. So, yeah, and, that, and like bread and butter pudding, I haven't had for, oh, for yeah, a long time. Oh, yeah, not a fan. Um, anyway, so. Yeah, we'll do a whole thing on biscuits next week. 
Oh, we could do a bit. Favourite biscuits. Favourite biscuits. Teddy bear biscuits. Uh, Scotch finger biscuits. Yeah, no. How about the cho- Iced Vovos? How about the chocolate teddy bear that's yeah. bitten uh, the top right ear and the top uh, and the bottom left foot and then just dipped in a bowl of Kahlua? <laughs> and you suck the Kahlua through well, the biscuit. That's what you do with a Tim Tam, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah same thing. Take the head and the legs off. And yeah, uh, away you go. It. Yep. Uh, Arnott's on Friday said that uh, on top of the spike in chocolate biscuit sales, it also sold an additional two million cans of soup. An extra 2.7 million packs of stock and uh, a million more bottles of packs of V8 juice in the four months from uh, up to June, Feb to June. It sold 270 million individual Tim Tams in the year to June. That's a... 270 million Tim Tams. That's a lot. That's a lot of Tim Tams. Yeah. Anyway, uh, more than 72 tonnes of Australian flour, 23,000... It's about 12 per head of population. Well, that's a lot of Tim Tams, mate. So, um, in order to uh, produce said Tim Tams, more than 72,000 tonnes of flour, 23,000 tonnes of sugar, and 4,400 tonnes of Australian and New Zealand-made dairy products came into its baking and cooking facilities as a punched-out Tim Tam soups and other foods. Punched-out Tim yeah, Tams. It, uh, it said it bought $110 million of fresh food products from local farmers. Arnott's was last year. Sold to US private equity firm KKR for $3.2 billion. KKR, yes. Anyway, so buy shares in KKR while we're all eating eight gazillion Tim Tams. <laughs> I'm going to do a thing on biscuits next week. All right. Different yeah. biscuits? Different biscuits. I think that would be interesting. Um, well, I used to Best-selling like, uh, biscuits. used to like Monte Carlo's. Yes, Monte yeah, Carlo's. Monte Carlo's were good. Yeah. Uh, what other biscuits did we hear? The TV snacks. Oh, t- yeah, little TV yeah. snacks. Or the little chocolate teddy bears. Yeah, chocolate little, tiny little ones. ones. Yeah, little tiny ones. teddies. Yep. Yeah. And, then, uh, and then what's the other one with... Um, it had sort of it had like a, a, a mush on the top with some icing, and it was like that's two, a nice vovo, mate. Is that a nice vovo? Is it? Is. Yep. Yeah, right. Okay. That's the one. Yeah, well, I know I liked ice vovos <laughs> too. <laughs> no, we used to. I tell you what, we don't have at home, but we we but as a kid, I always did. We had a biscuit tin. Yeah, we got a biscuit right? biscuit uh, so, barrel. Yeah, yeah biscuit have you? Tin. Yeah, biscuit yeah, sort no, of jar. Doesn't exist in my house. Yeah, don't we have got one. a biscuit jar. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I think I might have to invest. You have something with your cuppa? Yeah, yeah. And I, well, I sort of don't. I've, yeah, I just have a cuppa, or I have a couple of slices of toast, maybe. Yeah. But you no, know, a biscuit. Yeah, a little a bit of bit dunking of, of biscuit. A bit of is, dunking. Is a good oh, thing. How good is dunking a biscuit? Oh, yeah. tea? <laughs> <laughs> We'll be rabbiting on about biscuits. Anyway, that's good. I like it. Righto. What have we got? Now, what we we might do is is we might play a track in a minute, um, take a break and um, play another song. And you're going to pinch your nose. Yeah, I'm going to try that. (laughs) I just think that's pretty interesting. I don't know if it works. All right. Um, I'll have to test it. All right. But um, I want to come back. When I come back, I want to talk to you about the voice. Oh, yeah. It's, it uh, changes afoot. foot. It, it's uh, the voice. It's running away. It's running away. <laughs> and then um, I've also uh, got for you, this is something that I've been saving up for several weeks. Yes. Because you know I'm a large fan of an association. Oh, these are your associations. So is there an association for all these associations? The Association of Associated <laughs> Collective Nouns. Yes. <laughs> I've got a few that you're going to love. Love. So we'll, we'll have a bit of a chat about that um, after we take a, a small break here on the, the guns. Right up, mate. <laughs> 
Creative Shades and Design can provide window furnishings designed to your requirements. Based at 573 Hampton Street, Hampton, Creative Shades and Design can supply and install block-out blinds, Roman blinds, external sunscreens, clear blinds, cafe barriers, folding arm awnings, plantation shutters, timber venetians and curtains of all types. For a quote, phone Chris on 9502-1414. Creative Shades and Design for all your window furnishing needs. Southern FM sponsor. Imagine never having seen the faces of your children. That was a reality for Thol, a Cambodian woman who went cataract blind when she was younger. Now imagine her being able to see her child for the first time. Imagine the joy on her face. We call it the Fred moment. And all it can take is a $25 donation to the Fred Hollows Foundation. If you'd like to make a Fred moment happen, then please donate at hollows.org today. Joseph was in his 60s when a tragic series of events pushed him into homelessness. Sadly, he's not the only one. Almost 700 Australians over the age of 65 will be sleeping rough tonight. Thankfully, Mission Australia was able to rescue Joseph and find him a safe and stable home. Please donate today to help other older Australians escape or avoid homelessness. Call 1-800-888-868 or visit missionaustralia.com.au From Paran to Parkdale, you're listening to Southern FM. I got a plan Let's take off in the blue station wagon And find the open road to salvation Away from here Yeah, I got a plan Change your patterns that I form a lot Now try to be something that I'm not That I'm not I got another plan This time it'll work Yeah, I got another plan This time it'll work Or I'll be struck Just do about the dumb things that we do
Ditty for That's a you. nice little tune. A little Just tune a, called little. "I've Got a Plan" by an uh, Australian band that was around in the uh, late eighties, early nineties, called My Friend the Chocolate Cake. Oh, really? Which My is friend. amongst the more unusual names for a band that you will get. My friend the chocolate. My friend cake. the chocolate cake, which is David Bridie and Co. So there you go. Nice little. What ditty. was the other? What was the other uh, Melbourne band uh, that was chocolate? Uh, chocolate stuff, is chocolate you're starfish. referring to. The lead singer used to wear a big fur coat. He I did. reckon. I don't know what his used name to, was. In, I reckon they used to play down at the oh, down in uh, South Melbourne somewhere. The you know, cherry what, tree, maybe, or the, well, the flying duck and flying duck. The flying duck. I don't know where they play, but I've, I, no, I, I did see them play a couple of times. Chocolate is, stuff. Chocolate were they a covers band, or did yeah, they play I reckon their they, own no, tunes? I reckon they were a covers band. Yeah, if memory serves, but uh, sometimes it doesn't. So <laughs> I don't know, yeah. mate. Hey, yeah. can anyway, I? They were there. Yep. Uh, can I talk to you about big tech, please? Yeah, I like tech. So, so this is tech talk, but tech this is talk. This uh, I sort of started reading it, and I just went, "Oh yeah, you know, it's just about some numbers and companies and whatnot." But this is truly frightening. Um. One single American company is now worth 50% more than the entire value of all of the shares of all of the companies listed on our market. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've taken you to this. I think you'll find that Amazon is the world's biggest company by capitalisation. Or is it Facebook? Apple. Or Apple. Yep. Okay. So let I, me... I think you'd find that uh, Amazon, Apple and Facebook... Yeah. Are all bigger than the whole ASX. Yeah, yeah, yeah correct. <laughs> so, uh, the one company is Apple. It's now worth three trillion dollars. Uh, and you have to say that, um, as as uh, Mike Myers did in the great movies, you have to put your little pinky oh, towards the side of I, your mouth I, and go three trillion dollars. I reckon it's two pinkies if it's trillion. <laughs> Billions one. <laughs> trillion. Two. Trillion. Trillion. So, yeah, so it's worth three trillion. Our entire market's worth two trillion. Hmm. Uh, then there's uh, Amazon's worth 2.3 trillion, Microsoft 2.2 trillion. So yeah. they're both bigger in yeah. their own right. My multi's looking good. Uh, you're going well. Uh, face, oh. Facebook comes in at 1.1, 1. 1, so oh, it's half, but it's just... half the size of our mar- our yeah. total market though. Yeah. Uh, Netflix is just 300 billion. No, it's just, 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 a, just, just a green just shoot. Billion. <laughs> um, and these six stocks are worth a staggering five times the entire Australian market. Correct. And they're the uh, only thing keeping the US stock market Well, and I mean, it's literally got back, it dropped 34 or 37%, and uh, it's literally back to where it was, if not beyond. Off the back of those yep. stocks. Yep. And, yes. and, and the piece about that, I reckon, is that I just reckon those six companies will run 80% of the world in 10 years' time. I reckon if they're, they're not already. Doing well, you know, and and, and uh, I'll tell you the one that's uh, well, the one that's not there um, is um, Google. Oh no, Google is one point five. Sorry, one point yeah, five trillion. Um, you know, and it, 
it won't surprise me if the likes of Google are involved in driverless cars. Yep. Yeah, it makes um, sense. So I just reckon all of those dudes and those big organisations are going to have a lot to say about a lot of what we do in the next 25 years. Stand by. Watch this space. Watch this space. Here we go. Hey, The Voice, gone. Yes, you Ran said. away from nine to seven. Yeah, now you said there Pitched. was uh, this, uh, there, there, something's been caught in the throat. Yeah, <laughs> something happened there. Someone, uh, someone in the contract department at nine didn't. Sign on the dotted line in time. Yeah, and seven have uh, uh, just it. pinched it from under their nose. Yes, yeah, nine literally. failed to renew its contract for The Voice following nine hugely successful seasons. Snapped up by seven. Coup for seven. All that sort of stuff. Um, carefully considered changes to the format, which I think is a good thing because, as you know, in if you do watch this show... I do. It's all about the blinds, the blind auditions, yeah, when they right. can't see yeah, who the person yeah, is, yeah, totally. and they have to turn their chair if they like the voice. Totally. That is the premise of the show. Yep. That's where all the ratings are. Yeah. The subsequent finals are a nonsense. All the playoffs and the battlegrounds and all that stuff is yeah, a bit then, of a nonsense. And then they team them up. And, and then they, they do all they that fiddle nonsense. Around with and it. then it's all about the judges, which I always have a problem with this show. I have to actually record it, and then I have to... Fast forward through all the judge nonsense. Oh, so you, you just edit the judges. Oh, I don't like the judges. I, I'm, I'm there for the singing. Yeah. As my family will tell you, I'm yep. very judgmental about the judges. Yep. Um, yep. If the, one in particular had appalling fashion sense this year. Young lady from America. Oh. No names, no pactual, but she yeah. looked like a scary creature. Yeah. Um, so this is good because they'll probably replace the judges with other judges because those other judges are contracted to the... Other company, probably. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, and I do. I have said um, this is the producer. He said the blinds are what drives ratings. Then straighten the semis in the final over a few weeks. Give a, give the viewers what they want. Yep. Good. Spot on. Good plan. Spot on. So I'm I'm looking forward to that because I I do like the blind bit, and then I stop watching it after that because it yep. all gets a bit dull and boring, and it's all about the costumes, and it's all about the makeup and the hair, and it's not about the voice anymore, Scotty. No, uh, no, I like it. I like the show. Um, uh, you know, and they throw the odd one in that doesn't quite get make the mark. But they then, don't, they, I don't watch the other one. The Australia's Got Talent one. I just don't find yeah, jugglers no. and things that interesting. Uh, no, nah. nah, the, the voice I like. The, the voice is um, good. And and while you're talking about uh, things that get pinched or uh, are, are going to go AWOL from networks, uh, there was a little article I came across that uh, looks like um, Network Seven. Uh, might be saying to Cricket Australia, hasta la vista, baby. Really? Yes, because they're saying, well, with the restrictions on travel, you're not going to get all the international boys to come out here and play Big Bash and make all that interesting. So do you know what? We reckon your product is a lump of poo right now. They just took it over, didn't they? Yes, they have. From 10. They have. And they uh, they basically said that you're, um, that you're no good. In terms of uh, an organisation, uh, run poorly. Uh, there's been a change at the top, uh, as you've probably seen in the last two weeks. Um, so they've given them a big whack right. and are basically saying you're worth next to nothing because you know at this stage people can't even go to the cricket. So why would we, why would we try and prop it up and keep paying what we're paying and all the rest of it? Now whether that's just a nice bluff and bravado to well, renegotiate. I think it's a good negotiation. Well, tactic. it's a very good negotiation tactic because uh, I'm not sure nine. I'm sure would probably run back in at a million miles an hour. Um, but with about one-tenth of what they paid last time. With the Big Bash, it's mainly viewer-driven rather than attendance-driven. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. 
because it's it costs absolutely two shekels to. to oh, go it's and very see. cheap. It's five bucks. A couple of commentators and a camera. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing there. Yeah. Um, Bit of tech, you know, and a couple of fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, very good on TV. Um, now right. it's come to the moment in the show yeah. <laughs> where I'm going to talk to you about some of my favourite associations. Oh, it's association time. Yeah, association time. <laughs> very good. So I'm going to just read these out. Because okay. I find some of them interesting, others mildly amusing, oh, others improbable. We found a few amusing along the journey, mate, <laughs> haven't we ever? Anyway, see, so, let's uh, raise the bar, as they say. Let's go for the next uh, 10 minutes or so on association names, and go. I'll just get your reaction to each of these. Righto. Um, because these are actual associations. No, I haven't made these up. <laughs> and, and you'll... you'll You'll look at me askance on a couple of them because some of them are quite unbelievable. Right. But the first one, yes. in no particular order, yes. the Association for Pet Loss and Bereavement. Oh, my goodness yeah. me. There's an Is... as- Association for Gravestone Studies. Gravestone Studies? Yeah, which, which associ- obviously has a historical bit yeah, around yeah, okay. that sort of yep, thing. Yep. An association, and I don't understand this one, so maybe you can explain this one to me. Yeah. There's an Association for Renaissance Martial Arts. Why? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. So is it jujitsu done in well, historical period costumes yeah, or something? Well, yeah, maybe with suits of iron or something. I don't know. Do you have to dress up as Pablo Picasso <laughs> and do a scissor pull, kick? I pull, don't, pull a funny face. I'm not really sure what that means. Oh, I don't know, mate. There's an association for positive behaviour support. That's good. Yeah. I think. I guess. Not sure. I don't even know what it there's, is. But... There's an association for pet obesity prevention. Isn't that linked to the first one, where if, if they don't get skinny, they die, and therefore you can actually get the same consultation for either a fat a fat cat or a dead cat? Pet obesity prevention. You just don't feed them as much. I would have thought. Stop feeding them. Hmm. Um, there's a National Association for Self-Esteem. That would be a pretty positive gathering of people, wouldn't it? Positive gathering of people. Uh, yeah, it doesn't that, say whether it's high or low self-esteem. It just uh, says self-esteem. Mate, that, ga- that gag was about as good as, you know, I knew this girl called Anaphylactic. She was a bit of a nutter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. Now, you like this one. Yeah. Association for Professional Basketball Research. <laughs> isn't that just called sporting body? Of I would have thought that's just isn't statisticians, it just, isn't, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, isn't it? I don't know what that really would be about. Um. The Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humour. That's the show, isn't it? <laughs> it's just, it's just, so, so if the, if these are all associations, do they have to have an AGM? Yeah, they do. And they've got committee members. Oh, could you They're ima- all of these. Can you imagine going would to be, the, They have secretaries. Can you imagine normally. going to the AGM of some of these? So, you know, quote, 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 said the Secretary of the Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humour. <laughs> Now, you'll love this because we just talked about this before. The International Association. Oh, International's got me. For bear research. <laughs> yeah, when they get That's hungry, what that bloke was doing in hungry, the polar and bear. they can't get fish <laughs> and they can't eat a seal, they're coming after us, Correct. mate. That's, that's all it. you need to know. That's it. Oh, that's brilliant. I like this one too. This is a bit um, Elon Musky. Oh, Musky. Um, Association for Astrological Networking. So that's talking to people from Mars. So that... Or, or, or is that just tarot reader versus tarot reader? Oh, it could be. Yeah, it could be. 
Taro meets, meets. So it's got uh, the tarot card reader in the blue corner, yeah, and in the we've got the palm reader palm in the red reader. corner, and we've got the uh, the futurist over there, and, 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 and the psychic. What's the what's the what's the one called where they read your eyes? It's the uh, ideology. Iridology. Uh, iridology. Iridology. The one where they have a look in your papers and tell you whether you're going to live or not. <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm what to think about this one. It's the Association for Christian Retail. <laughs> Isn't that just shopping? It's just shopping, isn't it? <laughs> just shopping? Shopping for Christians? Is there is there unchristian shopping? I don't know whether that means that it's a chain of shops that only sell Christian-related items. I'm not sure. Oh. Or is it items that have the made by Christian? What have they got? Bibles are us. Well, I don't know. It might just be a whole lot of blokes called Christian who get together and talk about shopping. I'm not really sure. Uh. So there's the Association of Camp Nurses. Camp? Nurses? Yeah. As in, like, war camp nurses? Well, you don't, don't have nurses in any other camp, no, do you? No explanation. Camp nurses. I haven't visited their website to find out. Or is that to do with their sexuality? I just don't know whether no, that's I nurses don't. that go around camp, camping. <laughs> I don't, don't, don't know. <laughs> this is a good one. Oh. The Association for the Preservation of the Coalacanth. What? Which is a fish. Oh, oh, oh of course. It's an yeah, old yeah, yeah, sort no, of oh, that fish one. fossil thing. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. This would be a good meeting. Oh. The World Association of Detectives. Oh, yeah. Hey? Oh, yeah, that's There'd be a bit of cloak and dagger yeah. going <laughs> on there, would there? be black hats and dark glasses. Lots and, of hats. And trench coats all round. Trench coats at 20 paces <laughs> at the that'd Association be, of Detectives. Now, that's a meeting I want to go that's to. That's a ripper, isn't it? That's what I want to go to. And and the, the opening would be there. I think I know what you've been up to, Scotty. <laughs> That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been following your yeah. progress on this issue. How was New Jersey yeah. last week, Rodsey? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> they all get together and talk about how they're doing pets, pet sitting. Oh. The International Association of Youth Hypnotists. That's called... Um, that's a sleepy old meeting. Yeah, that, no, that's just called a six-pack. <laughs> the American Association of Candy Technologists. Oh. <laughs> it's a bloke that makes Mars bars. Bloke's making bald lollies. <laughs> making bald lollies, correct. This is this is this is uh, this would be a good meeting. Why to go do they to. exist? Some of these. What? What? Well, they what's must have a what's, reason. What's their function? Well, it would be people who what's are candy the... technologists getting together to explore different methods of. Doing candy technology and Do- candy making. Dr. Google, mate. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they probably have, you know, get together and compare and contrast boiled lollies. You know what? None of these people. Here's my theory. None of these people play golf. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you might want to go to this one. The yeah. Association for Dressings and Sauces. Uh, oh. Oh. Uh, it's the other, otherwise called the Country Women's Association. No, no I was going to say no. That's run, and, and you you can. There's a title you can get there. You can be the condiments king. The condiments. <laughs> yes. Some of my friends used to call king me condiment. Some of my friends used to call me the condiments king because uh, there's not many meals I can have without something that needs to go with it. Something so, to dress it or sauce yeah, it. Well, I, yeah, I had uh, well, I had the uh, brown sauce uh, in combination with some Worcestershire sauce with some bacon and egg and uh, smashed avocado this morning. Yeah, you're so. doing well there. Yeah. Um, the Association of Cricket Statisticians and Historians. Oh, look at that, hey? hey they all have yeah. their big book out yeah. during their entries. Can you imagine? 
In their, in their big and cricket scoring book. They'd have show and tell. Yes. You know, there'd be Bob. This is, this is the Bob. one I did for the 1948 Bob. test. Bob, Bob showing his uh, his figures. Yeah. And look at how perfect my zero was when... Uh, how perfect my zero was when there were no runs. And my X's for wickets were just outstanding. My, uh, one of my sons played a bit of cricket and there was a lady who used to always do the scoring. Yeah. And she took it very seriously. She had oh. different colours. Oh, did she? For a dot ball, for a run, for two runs, yep, four runs, six runs, wow. wickets, wow. and it was actually a piece of art when it was finished. She really, took it very, very seriously. Wow. She bought her own uh, book and she bought her own coloured pencils wow. and a sharpener. Wow. And an eraser, oh. so she could. Oh, she oh, that's four. Oh, that's the green pen oh, pencil. She was on right top and of four. She was on top of her game, yeah, wasn't she? On top of her. And I, I scored with her one day, and I looked across and said, "You've got this job for life." And she oh, took it very seriously. Well, I tell you what, I think she was a librarian or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Did she? I think she was. Ever here in a bun with glasses on? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> She had an I, anorak. I tell you what, when you talk about scoring, um, one of the uh, one of the great uh, memories I've got of, uh, of playing cricket at school, we played uh, we played scotch at scotch, scotchies. We played scotchy at scotch, and it was the uh, Friday afternoon because mm-hmm. we used to yep. start at one o'clock on a Friday and That's then it. go through to the Saturday. And uh, anyway, yours truly, uh, I, I actually managed to pick up a couple. I got, took four for thirteen. And, uh, nice. uh, and then I had uh, one bloke absolutely plum uh, who went on to make 25. Anyway, cut a long story short, we uh, we rolled them on Friday for 96. 96 runs all out. Nice. Gone. And we're going, this is going beautifully. Uh, we come back the next day and uh, there's been a little bit of a cut in the... Uh, mm. Sorry, we were one for 25 overnight, right? So not many to get, 71 to get. Come back the next morning, uh, cover's been cut and there's a bit of water on yeah, a very good course. On a very course. good, on a very, Trust very, very, very good length, yeah. right? So anyway, um, they rolled us for 95. Yeah. So talk about the scoreboard where the young bloke who came along as our scorer. Uh, Pressure's on him to get the runs right. just gone, mate, can you just go back over that book and yeah. check every single run and... But she stood, and uh, the one of the most painful days in our in our cricket oh. cricketing time. But uh, it was still a great memory of uh, of being out there and doing that. But then uh, there you go, um, scoreboard. School, um, we'll take a break, and then I'll come back, and I've got a few oh. more. Um, oh, you, so I'll, um, more associations. You got a few more. <laughs> back in a minute, right, mate. Creative Shades and Design can provide window furnishings designed to your requirements. Based at 573 Hampton Street, Hampton, Creative Shades and Design can supply and install block-out blinds, Roman blinds, external sunscreens, clear blinds, cafe barriers, folding arm awnings, plantation shutters, timber venetians and curtains of all types. For a quote, phone Chris on 95021414. Creative Shades and Design for all your window furnishing needs. Southern FM Sponsor. When your future feels uncertain, it's time to ask for help. Bendigo Bank has been helping our customers through tough times for over 160 years. If you're a Bendigo Bank customer, talk to us about ways we can help you through this one. We have financial assistance packages available, so don't wait. Visit our website or contact your local Bendigo Bank branch. Together, we'll see you through to better times. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. Southern FM sponsor. Hey, glad you made it in time for a snag. 
The rest of the family's here, and we've been talking about organ and tissue donation. The thing is, there's always someone who will need a transplant. And I figure one day, it might be me, or you, or someone in our family. That's why we all need to do more. And a great place to start is by taking a minute to register to be a donor at donatelife.gov.au. And then talk to your friends and family, and encourage them to do the same. This project is sponsored by the Organ and Tissue Authority. An important message from the Victorian government. Stage 4 restrictions are now in place for Melbourne. You must stay home between 8pm and 5am. Exercise is limited to once a day for one hour. Shopping is limited to one person once a day. And when doing either, you must stay within 5 kilometers of your home. For all current restrictions, go to vic.gov.au forward slash coronavirus. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. From Mordialic to Malvern, you're listening to Southern FM. drums over the years, as you know, oh, yes. and I thought that was a really good little drumming track. Well, well I was going to say, uh, again, I'll uh, I'll go back to saying uh, that's a song for me that's in your sweet spot. Yes. No, well, it's actually an interesting yeah. song because it's by a little indie Australian band, and it's got a very interesting name. They've, they're called Jackie Got Lemons. <laughs> there must be that they are running out of band names, oh, it occurs what, to me. They're a bit odd, some of them, aren't they? <laughs> 
Yeah, very, on. very interesting. So that's a call. That was called Life Plan, and it was a, oh, another one. Another Life Plan. In our plan we, we have a plan. We're playing plan songs because no one else has a plan, Scotty. But you've always got a plan for I've always got a plan. Hey, um, now we were um, we were talking about associations, and you segued into your cricket story yeah, there. And well, it was, it was only about... Congrats uh, to you on your four for 13. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a beauty. I'd like to go to this meeting. This is the Association of Space Explorers. Ah, yeah, yeah, I'm into that. That would be good. Yeah, that'd be I'd good. Like, I think that would be interesting. Yep. There's the Association of Japanese Animation. That might be pretty that interesting, might be interesting too. as well. Yeah. Or, the, the, yep. or the the company that brought you um, Prince Planet. Yes, we used to watch a bit of Prince Planet and all of those yep. sort of animations. Yep. Um, I won't be going to this meeting because I'm. Uh, I know you might, but I'm a dog person. This is the uh, Cat Fanciers Association. Oh yeah, no. So I don't need to go to one of those. That'd I mean, a, I'd like my cat at home. There'd be a whole lot of older. I've, always, I've grown up with cats all my life, so but no, I don't need to go and find out. This is one I might go to, though. Yes. The Cloud Appreciation Society. Cloud Appreciation? The Association of Cloud Appreciation. Is, is that like that cloud out there? Well, it's, or it's talking it, about electronic, the electronic cloud. No, it'd be a pretty peaceful meeting because everyone would go outside, lie on their backs, and <laughs> yeah, say, sing Kumbaya. Well, and that, one, that one looks like a an head. elephant. That one looks like. <laughs> <laughs> And if you've got a little bit of funny stuff on the way through, they might turn out to be very interesting characters up there in the sky for you. Yeah. So there's that one. Oh. There's also the Association of Lunar and Planetary Observers. Oh, yeah. That's well, all that's those people that sit in those big domes on big telescopes. Look at the stars. Look at the stars. Yes. The International Association for Assyriology. Assyriology. Yeah. What is Assyriology? Well, I'm assuming Assyria. it's everything about Assyria. Which was a former country, I'm pretty sure. Assyria, Assyria, yeah. not Syria itself. S Y R I A. Assyria. Assyria. I'll, I'll need to look that up. I think Assyria. Assyriology. Huh? How do you spell it? It's spelled A. Yeah. Double S. Yeah. R I O L O G Y. Right, so this is um, the study of the language, language, history, and antiquities of ancient Assyria, Assyria. which is the country go. that was now known as now known as Assyria. It used to be called uh, Assyria. Uh, okay, right, there you go. There um, we go. Let's learn something. After new we go there, we're Jewish going to the meeting of the Association of State Dam Safety. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. After that, we're going to go to the Association for Women in Mathematics. Mm, not sure we're allowed. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one yes. is the Association of Internet Researchers. Oh. That's all the people who go Google. That's, they're all the people that work for Google. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like going to work. So there you oh, go. There's a couple on. of associations for you, Scotty. Oh, my goodness I'd me. I'll share those with you. I'll tell you what, well, you, you, you better keep, just keep finding those. I'm going to keep find, finding find those. Find more associations. It's my favourite article's. That I ever read, uh, quote someone who's a secretary of an association or some sort of yep. collective group. I think they're fascinating, some of the ones that it come up with. Yep. I think there's just an association for pretty much anything. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and I'm glad I've And there's probably an association for radio presenters oh. for, who only present on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> so it's probably yeah. something. Yeah, there's two. If, if there's not, we'll set one up. There's two. I'll people. be the secretary and you can <laughs> be the, the president. <laughs> And we'll meet every Sunday, right? Here. <laughs>
Uh, you know you get uh, God. You know you get old when you sort of you end up laughing at your own gags, which yeah. is a lovely segue. Well, look, to, someone's got to, Scotty. <laughs> so you know, which is a lovely segue to uh, you, you know you're getting old. Have you got gag, gag, gag oh, of the week? I've got a couple of little ones here that you know you're getting old. According to John Kruger of St Albans, when you have to sit down to pull your wife fronts on to stop from overbalancing or maybe falling over. <laughs> He's got to sit down to pull on his jocks, this bloke. Really? Uh, he must be getting on in years oh, or he just has, has a bit of vertigo. And then the other one uh, I've got here is uh, education is important, but reopening the pubs is importanter. Importanter. <laughs> uh, and then uh, a man was taking, uh, this bloke was taking his first uh, ride on an aeroplane. Stewardess handed him some chewing gum and said, uh, this will stop your ears from popping at, at high altitude. Uh, when the plane landed, the man rushed up to her and said, how do I get this chewing gum out of my ears? Yes. <laughs> boom. <laughs> boom, boom, dad joke. Oh, nice. Oh, anyway, there Very we good. go. Very good. Just a good <laughs> Yeah, um, well, I've got one for you. I was reading through the week of a great man in the um, VFL AFL um, um, ranks, Bill Stephen. He died. Yes. And he, was, um, he was a massive Fitzroy man. I did um, read that. Coached as well. He uh, he played. Um, what did he die? Nineteen twenty eight. So he, he had a good knock. Um, he um, he played uh, for Fitzroy. So ninety two. Um, yeah, ninety two. Ninety two. Played for Victoria. Yep. Um, and he, he's picked his best ever team and all that sort of stuff. And I thought that was pretty interesting. There's some good names in this team, mate. Yeah. Um, some I've never seen play actually. Yeah. So he had Charlie Sutton, who I never saw play, but no. was a very big player for the Dogs. Yep. Jack Regan, I never saw play. No. Jack Dyer, no. only saw oh, film clips. Yeah, that's of. all. Yep, same. Kevin Murray, um, a Bulldog, I never saw him play. Uh, no. Ted Whitten, I, no, s- I never saw Ted play. Never, never, no. Only Alex Jezelenko, I saw oh, play. Yeah, yep. Correct. Robbie Flower, I saw play. Number two. Ian Stewart, I saw play. Yep. Patrick Dangerfield, still playing. Yep. That's a good. That's pretty wow. good that he's in the team. Gary Abbott Senior, he was a star. Yep. Wayne Carey, star. Lance Franklin, star. Yep. Lee Matthews, star. Yep. John Coleman, never saw. No. John Nichols, I don't think I oh, saw yeah, him saw live. Oh, I think I, I saw him did. on television. I think. No, I reckon, I reckon we might have seen Big Nick live. Uh, maybe. maybe. Graham Farmer, I never oh, yeah, saw. I was going to say Polly has to be there, surely. Ron no. Barassi, I never saw. No, never. Hayden Bunton, no. No, no. Bernie Quinlan, yes. Yes. Bob Rose, no. No. Malcolm Blight, yes. Yes. So I think that's interesting that of that era, there's quite a few that we didn't see. And it's a shame that there's no video footage of some of these great players. Um, they were the times, I guess. But he went on. I didn't really want to raise that. But um, there's a statement that's often said that back pocket players make the best coaches. Have you heard this? No. Because... Um, you know they they had to work hard, harder to to get their spot, and they were they were they, they, their challenge was playing on the small resting rovers, so they had to be um, pretty aware of their defensive side of the game. So they, that's what they believe. But yep. the backup proof: uh, these are the following back pocket coaches. Right, David Parkin, yeah, who had uh, pre- yeah. four premierships with yeah. Hawthorne and Carlton. Carlton yep. Tom Heafy, yeah, back pocket player, had four premierships Gee, with Richmond. Now, didn't Heafy die early? Is he dead? Is he dead? Tom Hafey. Oh, did he die? Di- yeah. Oh, did he? Hafey passed away, I reckon, about seven oh, or eight years ago. Oh, he might have such a fit man. But, so. and, and, but not el- not elderly either. Yeah. And, you know, absolutely rock-solid fit. Yeah, yeah it was oh, a yeah. real shock when he passed. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Sheedy. 
back pocket yeah, player. Yeah, yeah, correct. Um, yep. Four premierships for Essendon. Mick yep. Malthouse, back pocket player. Wow. Uh, three premierships, West Coast and Collingwood. Dennis Pagan was a back pocket player. Get out of town. Two premierships. And Mark Thompson from... Bomber. Yeah, who yeah. said two premierships at Geelong. So wow. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Back pocket players make the, the best. So, so of the back pocket players today, A, how do you know they're playing in the back pocket these well, days? Well, because yeah, yeah, you exactly. just don't they're, know. They're just in the back somewhere. It'll be interesting to see how many of those back pocket players uh, come on. I think in the current group, one well, of the, long, Scott, the Scott brothers would played in the back line, didn't they? I don't know. Wing it on the ball, maybe, maybe. Maybe, I don't know. Um, long line, no. No, he was a forward. So, um, Ratton was a... Ratton, Cinnamon. Uh, yep. Uh, I don't even know half the new coaches. Yeah, um, so I don't know if it's true of the current crop. Now, would old mate who coaches West Coast, uh, he might have been a defender. That's Adam Simpson? Adam Simpson. Yep, maybe. Sorry. Maybe. Maybe you'll afford, I don't know. No, I think it's Well, it might we... be interesting. We but should, anyway, we should Well, there's something for next week. Yes. Why don't we go and look at all the current coaches and go back and look at their Wikipedia history. That's right. And then we'll go and see how many of them are back pocket Why, not, why don't we do that? So um, the only other thing I wanted to leave you with is yes. um, a couple of things that um, I saw on the television that I, I highly recommend. Um, yep. I watched uh, Halifax. Oh, on this is the, Tuesday night with Rebecca Gibney. This is the the rehashed version. The, yeah, who, who the, is the next a, series? Who or? is the star? It's got it's got um, I don't know. There's Anthony Lapardia. Yep, 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 yep. And um, and of course it's got um, Rebecca Gibney, and it's also she's a star. She's a star. Yep. It's also got Claudia Carvin. Oh, she's a star too. So it's a good show, it? and it's set in Melbourne. Yep. And all the shots are of Melbourne. Are they? And it's that's what makes it fascinating because all of the scenery shots and all the takeaway shots and there's different angles and aerial views. It's all of this great city. Any particular part of the city, or is it's just all city? Just, and just all around. So it's it's just really, it's a great tourism uh, thing. Right. You know? Plus, it's got a wicked plot. So if you haven't watched yeah, it... no, I haven't. It's um, only just started, though. started last week. I think it's it's on next week. I don't know how many episodes it runs for, but it's high, high is it, calibre. Is it, it during the week, or is it tonight? Yeah, or Tuesday night, I think. Tuesday night. But um, have a look at that. Catch that up. All right. Because it's a, you'll love it. It's great yeah. stuff. So I did that. Well... And the other thing I had during the week... Yep. ...was a school reunion. Oh, you said that, but... On Zoom. You had a Zoom meeting. Because you we had can't a Zoom meet. catch up. Yeah. And uh, it went for about three hours. I did it. <laughs> I've had a couple of those. It with was my a mates. lot better than I thought it was going I'll tell to you what, be. Did, did you find that because all of you, you, that everybody sort of spoke one at a time, and you could actually hear what somebody was saying rather than two conversations going on at once, and they're not hearing part of one? Or yeah. that's and, what I found when and, I did it. I went got more instead quali- of going more off of into a quality catch up. Yeah, instead of going to pockets of people. Yeah, everyone got a chance to you know, give their. Potted history for yeah. a minute and field questions. 100%. And it was, was really quite interesting to see where it was quite some time ago. I'm not going to reveal my age, <laughs> but it was a long time ago. <laughs> and it's fascinating to see what, what people's lives have become and what they've done. Yeah. yeah. How many? There would have been, I think, 28 online yeah. out, of a, out of a class size of 60 odd. So it wasn't a bad turnout. Yeah, that's not bad. People from all over the world at different time yeah, zones. Nice. A bloke that had walked just walked out of surgery to 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 log on and nice. others. Yeah, brilliant. Um, and um, a lot of people still living relatively regionally here. Yep. 
Um, remarkable amount of St. Sibyls, oh, unsurprisingly. Yeah, brilliant. And quite a few uh, good um, people indulging in music did and you other have, things. Did you have Snake Davies? Was so it he, was, he was dialed in from Dubai. Was, uh, what you we remember got? a few of those yeah, blokes? Yeah, I remember the whole, yeah. a whole bunch of those boys. So it was really in, quite interesting to see what people have done. Now, coming up, we've got the AMRAP radio program at 4 o'clock. Now, you know, your, bells. You, you know what your music theme for next week is, don't what? you? Father's Day. Oh, okay, done. So well, I've got one already yeah. by Weddings Party. Father's yeah. Correct. That's the That's first one that came song. to mind. Yeah, it's a ripping good I'll song. I'll do songs about dads. So next about week. dads or and yeah, correct. correct. So I reckon there's your there's your mantra for next Sunday. Lovely uh, Scotty. So well, mate, you have a good safe week. You too. And uh Heads down, chins up, everyone, and uh, we'll we'll all uh, we'll all come out the other end sometime. We anyway, will. thanks for listening to Two Smoking Guns here at eighty eight point three Southern FM. I'm Scott T, and he is Rutsy. Well done. See you guys. See you, mate.